Insider with your host Maureen Kettis. PR Insider is brought to you by www.us.cision.com, whose world famous Bacon's Media Database is updated more than 10,000 times per day. Take your PR to the next level. Now, here's your host, Maureen Kettis. Thanks again and welcome back. Um, today I have a special guest. Her name is Carla Yashiro. She's a corporate marketing manager in mobile advertising at Goldspot Media. And she's going to teach us how uh, to effectively target mobile publishers, advertisers, and ad agencies um, for mobile applications and ad campaigns. Uh, she was formerly a senior promotions producer at Telemundo NBC Universal, and she won 12 industry awards, including an Emmy as a TV producer. And she also co-founded something called Gather Your Crowd, a marketing consultancy firm specializing in social media, my favorite topic, branding, promotions, and PR, and she's uh, done webinars and presentations at Berkeley Haas School of Business and Stanford. Welcome, Carla. Hi, Maureen. How are you? Thank you so much for inviting me today. I'm very pleased to be here. Well, thank you for having us. So um, tell us, first, before you tell us you know, what you're doing over at Goldspot, you know, where did you get, how did you get started in this industry? In the mobile industry? Yeah. Well, I have to say that it's, I've always been fascinated by communications, by media itself. So first, obviously, I was in traditional media for a while, mm-hmm. fascinated by that. As soon as social media came along, I made the switch, and I started using you know, the media as, as much as I could, um, absorb everything that was, that was new for me to absorb, um, and then mobile. It's, you know, it's, your new, it's the new media to be in, and it's hot, hot. So tell me, okay, so tell, what, what is mobile, when you say mobile advertising and mobile media, what is it? Like, just pretend I'm a lay person and I know nothing about this. Absolutely. So, you know, it's, it's almost like when, when the laptops came, came along, you had the Internet in your, in your lap, literally. Mm-hmm. Now you get the Internet everywhere you go. I mean, specifically we're talking about mobile and smartphones. Right. Um, so what it means is that you have access to everyone on the go. And they, you, it's an opportunity for all of us as advertisers and, and brands to reach uh, a new emerging, um, uh, you know, way to reach consumers. So that's what it means. Mobile is just people on the go, and and um, you know, it, it's just a new frontier for us. It's a new way for us to advertise and to promote. Okay. Now, now it sounds good, but when I think about, you know, what is a smartphone? A smartphone is basically a computer. It's a mini computer. You have the same applications that we've always had, which is emails, right, and texting and all that. So how is how does how does this differ? Like how how do the protocols that you use to get um, mobile advertising? Why is it any different from getting an ad that pops up on your email to get one on your smartphone? Well, it is very different because now you're dealing with people, like I said, who are on the go. So their their patience is you know very reduced. <laughs> So you, you, you know what I mean. Such a small, tall. Yes. So you're even so dealing with like the the, the the you know the uh, patience of a flea. Now we've got little little uh, flies and fleas, right? I mean we're we're so quick to, quick to go, <laughs> quick to absolutely. Quit. So then what you're talking, what you're dealing with now is is consumers that just want to get what they need mm-hmm. and move on. So when you are advertising, obviously your typical 30 second spot on TV would not work on mobile because it's way too long. Right. So you're, you're talking about ads that are very short, 
and have and, and add a lot, a lot of value to consumers. The nice thing about the mobile environment is that now you can measure more efficiently and more precisely, so now you know exactly who you're pushing your ads to. So it wouldn't be just the masses like we are used to doing in the, in, in the traditional media. Right. You are actually going to a, someone who specifically likes the products that you're pushing. So, you know, that's, that's the fascinating part about mobile, that now because of geolocation technology, um, because um, of all the data that we are able to gather from the, the way consumers use their mobile um, device, mm-hmm. we as advertisers can add value and provide value. Instead of just an ad, we can maybe provide a, a coupon while you're entering your favorite store, for instance. Now, or, um, so you know, if we know that you typically at, you know, go to a specific place in town to have drinks in the evening, we can send you an SMS, through an SMS campaign a code so that you can get free drinks. I don't know. I mean, there's, you know, that's, that's the fascinating part about mobile. So now, because my my next question is, of course, okay. So I'm going into Ralph's and I need, you know, a gallon of milk and some bananas, and I'm not sure what else I need. But I'm a little skittish on what you you all can know about me. I mean, am I am I? You're following me. Is this what's happening? Well, no. What's happening is that you know, in a way, I mean, the search engines are connected to everything, right? And you still have your search um, on 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 the mobile. But you know, many people are very concerned with privacy and very concerned with uh, how it's my information being gathered. But once you connect to your phone, the moment that you accept the terms of use, say for instance, of Foursquare or um, any of the applications you are, uh, or you connect to Facebook, you are actually allowing those applications to gather some of your basic information. Obviously, they cannot access your, your personal profiles, but they can get general, you know, general things like uh, your likes, um, you know, the city that you reside in, so that they get a better idea of what to offer you based on, on that data. Right. So it, it's... it's um, collected in the searches that you make on the different browsers. It's collected from what, whatever you, you type even in, in your email. I mean, Yahoo collects all, all that information, not in a contextual way maybe, but they collect a, a, a lot of that information, and that's how they push ads to you that, you know, that are of value to you. Right, so they're watching where we're going on the Internet. If you belong to something called Foursquare, then you're, you're putting yourself up to be sort of followed, but in a way, it could be to your benefit. Absolutely. So I don't know if you remember this movie with um, Tom Cruise. Um, what was it called? Um, it's, it was very futuristic, and he would be entering this mall, and right at the entrance, he would see this ad on the screen that was tailored to his likes, to his personality and his profile. So that's where things are going, actually. They're not necessarily bad. I know many people are very concerned with privacy, and maybe they should because, I mean, think about it. There's always those who, who are looking for ways to spam, you yes. know, and, and to use technology in, in the wrong ways. Uh-huh. But, again, it's almost like saying there's a, there's a highway. I'm, I'm not going to use it because I'm going to crash, you know. So you, all you need to do is obviously be cautious and learn the technology, um, learn what it does, and and. Protect yourself, your privacy, and, and all of that. So, do you do you use do you personally use like a Foursquare so advertisers can get send you a, a coupon as you're walking into Ralph's? Absolutely. <laughs> and there's uh, there's actually other applications that I use. I mean, you'll be amazed. My phone. Well, I don't have hundreds of applications, but I am because I am naturally appealed to to new technology and new ways to communicate things to to people in general. 
I do have a lot of applications. One, um, aside from Foursquare, of course, Yelp. It's another uh, good application to use if you want to get discounts and, and good offers on the, your favorite places, you know, favorite restaurants and stores. Yeah. But also I just discovered, um, thanks to Wendy, um, our marketing associate here at, at uh, Goldspot, an application called um, Shopkick. And it's not a commercial. I am not making a commission. <laughs> but it's, it's great. You know, it, 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 it works in the same uh, way as Foursquare. You do check-in. As soon as you enter a store, it will actually get your location, and it will push um, offers from that particular store. Okay. So, so Shopkick, I'm going to have to check that out. Yes. Yeah, so it's like the Min- Minority Report, by the way, is the name of that movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, with, yeah Minority uh, <laughs> With Tom Cruise. So it's, all, it's, it's that, that the future is here. That's what's yeah, I actually now. need an application, you know, on my phone that, you know, when I forget a word, it'll just pop it out for me, or I forget the name <laughs> of a movie. I, I bet <laughs> so you there is something like that. You, you have to do is search. I mean, there's thousands. Yeah, I know. There's an application for everything. But so, so at, you know, I'm, I'm still curious on, on how you, so you had the foresight to know that social media and um, could be, you know, applied in other ways, but... And, and, you know, I'm always jealous of people who, who understand a new phenomenon and jump on it right away because it always takes me longer. But um, how did you – because your background is in, it was in television. How did you get over to Goldspot and know that that was the place for you? I mean, how did you make that switch from, from TV produ- producing to advertising in this new frontier? Yeah, I know. I mean, well, it wasn't that um – um, it was actually smoother than that because I actually went into social media first. And actually, telev- the television industry, although they suffered during the, the, the time when online uh, became a little bit more powerful and, and advertisers were now spending more of their money online uh, rather than on television, um, then you know, TV stations had to also look at the new media and see how they could maximize it and, and leverage it and, and um, you know, provide better solutions to their, their advertisers. So while at Telemundo, I actually got in a little bit into social media, explored the different platforms. At those days, it was 2008, I think um, MySpace was still the highest in popularity. Uh-huh. And then Facebook came along, and we started our, our own page, and, you know, so we started using it then. And then in those days, this is 2008, SMS campaigns were beginning to gain also popularity. Right. So we were doing that. Um, we um, obviously started also looking into making our own uh, mobile web okay. uh, with news, because that's one of the things that consumers go and look for the most. Um, many people think it's social networks. Well, that's wrong. It's actually weather, uh, it's news, it's uh, um, social networks, I believe, is like number six in the list of things that people go and look for on their mobile device. What, so what's, yeah, what are the things that people look for? So like I said, um, news and weather would be among the, the most popular. And then, um, um, you know, entertainment as well, um, social networks would be included in, in that. But like I said, it's like, like number six. Wow. So, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's very different from what most people would think. Another thing is that smartphones, where it's basically where you get all these cool applications, are, it's growing in numbers. More and more people are getting their Android and, you know, their BlackBerry and, and, and iPhone, but that, it, that number is still growing. It, you know, the majority of people still have the older type of phones where it does not give you the full access to, to the Internet yet. Wow, wow. 
So much to think about. All right, well, we're going to have to take a little break, and when we come back, I want to talk more to Carla Yashiro uh, from Goldspot Media. We'll be right back. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Webster's Dictionary defines a vertex as the highest point, the summit. The word vertex is derived from Latin, meaning to turn or to spin. If you have a product or service that needs exposure to a desired marketplace, shouldn't the idea be to reach the summit? To turn the tide of public opinion in your favor? To put some positive spin on so that success is in your future? If you run a major corporation and pay for expensive in-house public relations services, or if you're working from home yet need to know how to promote your new product or service, or if you fall somewhere in between, Vertex Communications, a public relations firm, is here to turn the tide on public opinion for you and your product. Vertex Communications, helping you communicate to the Vertex. Contact Vertex Communications at VertexPR.com to get an honest, straightforward assessment of your PR profile and a plan that will work for you, not against you. That's V-E-R-T-E-X-P-R.com. Communicate to the Vertex. What is whole person healing via body, via mind, and via spirit? It's a dedication to the widest selection of healing practices worldwide whenever possible. Hosted by Professor Rustam Roy, a noted material scientist and the founder of Friends of Health, who will be here each weekend with the most in-depth information about whole person healing from the world's leading practitioners, spokespersons, and major supporters for this viewpoint. Tune in every Saturday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. You want to know the inside scoop on how today's leaders do business? How they hire and develop top talent? How do they retain top employees and customers? Tune in to Leadership Leverage on the Voice America Business Channel. Every week, Dr. Robert Denker will offer ideals and facilitate discussion with guests that will help shape today's up-and-coming leaders as well as established leaders in their fields. Listen for Leadership Leverage every Tuesday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Business. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Listening to PR Insider with your host Maureen Kettis, brought to you by Cision on the web at us.cision.com. Maureen and her guests would love to hear from you during the live show. Please call in to 1 866 472 5790. That's 1 866 472 5790. You can also email your questions to be addressed on the show. Send your email to Maureen at prinsider.biz. That's Maureen at prinsider.biz. Now, back to the show. Welcome back again, and I feel like I'm having a conversation, you know, into the future, like I'm going to be walking down the street with my hologram of my uh, computer file that's, you know, implanted in my skin, and I'm going to go into Ralph's, and they're going to send me a coupon into my brain, and I'm going to be able to give it to the cashier just by staring her down with my eyeballs. I'm on with Carla uh, Yashiro. She's Corporate Marketing Manager from Goldspot Media, and we're talking all about social media and um, more so in the advertising field with uh, mobile apps um, 
and it's really the world is changing very quickly. So welcome back again, Carla. Thank you, Maureen. So let's talk about, you know, which social media tools are most effective for businesses today. Well, if we are talking B2C, oh, my God. Well, actually, also for B2B, although I would say that they need to be used a little bit differently depending on on what your target market is. So let's talk B2B first, and then we'll go B2C. Sounds good. Okay. Uh, you know, pretty much both would be uh, along the same lines. Campaigns okay. might, might vary, but let's, let's talk about the tools first. Okay. So obviously you want to be where everybody is because even if you're targeting um, high officials or executives from large corporations, there's still people, mm-hmm. and they're still engaging out in the social web. So you will still find them in, in places like LinkedIn, Facebook, mm-hmm. um, definitely Twitter, which seems to be a, the place to be for, for marketers. I mean, everybody is, is, is there. Surprisingly enough, uh, in, in some research I, I was reading um, just at the end of last year, students from universities were not necessarily on LinkedIn. So if that's your target market, you might not want, you know, you, you might not want to use Twitter for them. I mean, LinkedIn. Um, mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, you were saying you don't want to use LinkedIn, not Twitter. You don't want to use Twitter. Twitter for, for students, for, for, for you know, um, university alumni or uh, university students. Uh, why? Obviously, I think because they're busy with other things in their mind, but, uh, I mean, it's changing, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, so Twitter, I definitely think that video and photo sharing sites are also high in popularity, mm-hmm. and especially because YouTube is a part of Google, so they rank high on, on search engines. This is the bottom line, I think. Um, many people, when they go and, and start experimenting with social media, they're, they're only thinking social media, period. They're not thinking search engine marketing, which goes hand-in-hand hand with social media. So one of the first things that I would suggest to businesses to learn about is how to increase their organic search engine ranking. And how you do that is by the smart use of, of keywords. Now, whether it's a tweet, which is only 140 characters, or a long post in a note in, in your blog, blog, or whether it's a note that you placed on Facebook or a video that you uploaded to YouTube, they all need to have the right tags and the right keywords so that you, your brand in particular will become relevant online. Mm-hmm. So those would be the, the, the specific social media and actually so, social networks, I, I'm going to call them, because I, that's another thing. Many people, whenever they talk about social media, normally only limit their conversation to social networks. When social media, in reality, is a much bigger um, world of tools, even email and instant messaging, it's a part of the social media mix, and it's a part of that, of that category. So um, we're talking video, photo sharing, wikis, like Wikipedia, um, which they're all over the place, collaboration tools, social shopping, social bookmarking sites. There's a whole array of different tools that you can use in, you know, in your social media campaign. So going back to the B2B, to, for, uh, to the B2B, obviously, I would definitely suggest uh, places like LinkedIn, mm-hmm. creating your groups. You, you know, m- most of the time you, um, in the B2B environment, what you're trying to do goes hand-in-hand hand with your PR uh, department where you're trying to build your executives as thought leaders. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that you need to do is get them involved. Maybe they're blogging. Maybe they're commenting on forums. Maybe they're a part of a group. They need to be online. They need to be using the keywords of right. your industry, in this case mobile, mobile advertising, video, rich media. So 
those are the places to be. Now, when they go to events, and this, this goes hand in hand, like I said, in building your reputation, creating associations with, um, with you know, the people who might become your potential customers when they do a search on your product, use Flickr also very strategically and post pictures of the events that you have sponsored perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you post pictures with um, all of the key people in the industry when, when you're meeting and greeting them um, so that people will create associations. Oh, Goldspot Media knows this other company, which is a you know, very um, important brand in the industry. You want to create associations. That's going back to brand engagement mm-hmm. and brand image, right? Okay. The same with your videos. Every single television interview that you get through your PR efforts, every single article that is written about you, um, every single sponsorship, place them on either the video um, sharing sites like YouTube or Vimeo or place pictures in your Flickr account and share them everywhere. That's another thing that uh, in the B2B industry you should do, cross-promote. Don't think that just because social media came along and it's a lot more affordable than television that you're going to ignore the, the traditional media. You should definitely, you know, get in, in radio, definitely radio like we're doing right now. Okay. Um, television, it's always good to be interviewed by a well-known uh, journalist. Um, so keep all that in, in your YouTube channel. And important, focus on the tags and the description of your video. Make sure that the name of your company, your name, the name of the, of the, other, um, of the television show or, or the radio show is included so that when someone is doing a search online and they're looking for Maureen, not only will they find Maureen, but also all these different executives from all these different companies who have been in your show. So it, it's by means of associations, okay. and that's the way that search engines will work. So let's talk in, a, let's talk in an example, because I think it sounds, you know, I, I do this with clients, so it's not so daunting for me, but maybe there's people who find this still very daunting who are listening today. So, so let's give a, an example of a client of yours that came to Gold's uh, Spot and you were doing some B2B, or it doesn't even have to be a B2B example, but something that comes to mind where you did this, you helped them launch this kind of a, a, a program in their company. Sure. Well, well, first of all, maybe I should introduce a little bit, just mention a little bit of what Gold Spot Media is. Okay. Because we are not in, in – so our job is not necessarily to consult businesses as to how to do campaigns. Okay. Uh, we are a technology company, and so what we do is actually provide the technology for publishers, say like Telemundo or NBC Universal, so that they may um, um, get to all of the mobile devices at once. We have actually an ad creation tool where they would come, they would you know, import their graphics, and just by the click of a button, they would go to not just iPhone devices, but Android and BlackBerry. Uh-huh. So the companies or the different brands that have used our technology have engaged consumers in, in, in actually more in the B2C uh, than in the B2B um, sector or, or you know, industry. So what they typically would do, and this is one of Goldspot Media's uh, focus, is rich media and video. 
Because when you are on the go, you want something flashy. You, want, you know, when you're on your phone, you don't want just a typical static, boring banner at the bottom. You want something that will give you value, right? Right. Whether it is a, um, like, for instance, Wolfpad just recently did a uh, campaign with Audi mm -hmm. through one of our clients in, in Spain, TapTap Networks. And uh, what they did uh, with our help was a, um, a slideshow. And it was, you know, very useful. They, they had lots of call to actions. That's another, another thing I think, you, you know, all the people who are listening and are, are thinking about doing a mobile campaign should definitely make sure they have lots of useful call to action. And explain what you mean by that. When you say okay, so call to actions are the buttons. When you go to an application, uh -huh. they're the buttons, for instance, if you're looking at, at an Audi um, slideshow, uh -huh. there's a button there that will take you to all of the dealerships around where you are. Ah, uh. You know, okay. your location, because it's location-based. Right. Uh, maybe you click another call to action that will actually make a phone call at that moment. Mm -hmm. And maybe there's another call to action yet that will allow you to download a coupon. Now, typically we think when we get a coupon, we need to print it. Mm -hmm. Well, in this case, you, you just get the barcode, you show up at the dealership or whatever you're going, and all they mm -hmm. do is scan it. Mm -hmm. So you don't even need to print anymore. All the right. convenience is there. So you need to think mobile. You cannot think traditional. Right, okay. Uh, so that's what it means by, by um, call to action. By call to action, it's yes. Basically, you know, it's something that's going to make the person want to click again and follow yes. through somehow to and come make into it the store. Simple. <laughs> Absolutely. So you'll notice that online many people um, actually have pages and pages of content and descriptions. I think now that we're going mobile, is everything brevity, 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 absolutely, yeah, yes, and subject line or tagline or, um, yeah, you have to be able to explain what it is that you're doing, selling, or who you yes. are in, you know, five absolutely. words or less. And in <laughs> yeah. any case, don't you think that if you cannot explain in a single, in a single, I don't know, line who you are and what you do, you're in trouble. Right. I mean, I try to get this uh, across with clients all the time. It's about, you know, it's branding, but branding is, you know, we need your, we need your slug line, we need your, your motto, whatever it is, but it's got to be those four or five words that yes. say, you are this. Because that's, that's, all, that's all you got. Just, that's it. You're not Very you little attention. attention. We are on the go, and we don't care about, you know, so yes, absolutely, and, and be very, provide value. Right. Not just a, a very pretty ad. Maybe you know, your application could be a video game, but it, it definitely make sure that you learn about what your audience needs. And if you're going to create an application, it needs to provide value. Or, yeah. you know, you, you, you'll just waste um, your, your right. money. You have to ask the question, would you want to receive this, this text or this email or this post on Facebook? Would you want that coming through your phone? And if it's an ad for Audi and it's like this cool little mini James Bond movie, the answer might be, will most likely be yes. Well, you know, and a lot of applications these days are free for a reason. They're, they're free because you are basically in the, the terms of use, you're allowing them to push uh, ads to you. Now, the nice thing is that they're not like on TV where you have no choice. And Well, actually, even today you, you have the choice to just, if you have TiVo or, you know, you can always skip the commercials. But right. in television, typically, you cannot skip them. They're there. They're intrusive, right? Right. In mobile, um, the banner that you, get, that you get might be intrusive for a second, but you might decide to either click on it or get rid of it. Yeah. Well, we're getting cut off. All right. We're going to come back from more with Carla Yashiro. It's just getting good from Gold Spot Media, and she's going to keep talking to us about on the go, media on the go. I love it. We'll be right back. Thank you.
stocks, bonds, investment opportunities, financial news, and talk. We can help. Call us now toll-free, 866-472-5790, 866-472-5790, Voice America Business Network. Webster's Dictionary defines a vertex as the highest point, the summit. The word vertex is derived from Latin, meaning to turn or to spin. If you have a product or service that needs exposure to a desired marketplace, shouldn't the idea be to reach the summit? To turn the tide of public opinion in your favor? To put some positive spin on so that success is in your future? If you run a major corporation and pay for expensive in-house public relations services, or if you're working from home yet need to know how to promote your new product or service, or if you fall somewhere in between, Vertex Communications, a public relations firm, is here to turn the tide on public opinion for you and your product. Vertex Communications, helping you communicate to the Vertex. Contact Vertex Communications at VertexPR.com to get an honest, straightforward assessment of your PR profile and a plan that will work for you, not against you. That's V-E-R-T-E-X-P-R.com. Communicate to the Vertex. Never be satisfied. Let that be a lesson you take away from Double Time with Double D, featuring businessman and former NFL star Dave Duerson. We'll talk about the NFL with special focuses on the game itself, and Double D will take your calls and answer your emails live on the show. It's not Football 101, but rather an in-depth look in the locker room, on the field, away from the field, and opening up the mind of the player. The program will also feature positive messages. So tune in to Double Time with Double D, Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you ready to get freed up? Join Dr. Jennifer Freed, one of America's leading psychological thinkers, for a groundbreaking program with fascinating guests and full participation from you. Freed Up will explore topics like liberation in long-term relationships, parenting in the 21st century, comfort in stressful times, and much more. Tune in to Freed Up every Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel and wake up to the heartbeat of your life. America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You're listening to PR Insider with your host, Maureen Kettis, brought to you by Cision on the web at us.cision.com. Maureen and her guests would love to hear from you during the live show. Please call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also email your questions to be addressed on the show. Send your email to Maureen at prinsider.biz. That's Maureen at prinsider.biz. Now, back to the show. Welcome back again, and I'm on with uh, Carla Yashiro. Um, she is the Corporate Marketing Manager in Mobile Advertising at Goldspot Media, and she's like, mobile, mobile, mobile is the way to go. And, she's, and you know, I was, we were saying on the break that people, I'm hearing music on and off, so I don't know if that's uh, Justin. Are you leaning on the button? Uh, all right, well, I'll just talk over the music until it stops. Um, Anyway, we, we, were t- we were saying over the break that um, people seem overwhelmed. Now, a lot of times I get clients, and the hardest thing for me to get through their heads is that they have to brand. It has to be a simple message, and they have to be out there in the social media. And I can't tell you the number of times people will say to me, ah, it doesn't really do any good. Well, if you just set up your stuff and don't use it on a day-to-day basis, 
it is just going to sit there. You really have to be active and you have to know what you're doing. But you have to start somewhere. So if you just start with the biggies, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, uh, start with those, get your feet wet, you know, post and think, think media, think rich media with uh, visuals. So you might have to post something on YouTube. You can get a lot done. So, Carla, you were going to tell us the um, sort of do's and don'ts of social media. You put together a list, you said. Yes. Yeah, so, actually, I just had the pleasure of um, uh, going to a, a Stanford University just uh, a couple of weeks ago and talked to a group of, of entrepreneurs from um, one of the uh, branding classes. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about reach and frequency. Mm-hmm. Um, many people, when they start on, on social networks, what they do is either they schedule their tweets um, and they syndicate to all social networks so that everything will be in all of them at once. Mm-hmm. Well, I, and this is just my personal point of view, of course, because some other people might say that's the way to go so that you can reach you know, a bigger number of people. I personally feel that you should not be Twitterizing your Facebook posts. Okay, what do you mean by Twitterizing your Facebook posts? Meaning when you flood them with hashtags and handles, and it's basically your tweet on Facebook. Ah. I personally feel that Facebook, uh, which is a more social environment, um, that some people don't have the tolerance because not everyone is actually using both tools. Okay. If you look at the numbers, the majority of people on Facebook are there to socialize. They're, they're very private about their information. They do not allow just everyone to become their friends. Uh-huh. They're even, they're even, um, they don't even know when, when they're liking a page if that business is going to have access to their information. And sometimes they don't like pages because of that. So you have to be very careful. I've seen a lot of people making mistakes, such as in the case of businesses who are creating personal profiles versus Facebook business pages where you are not only violating the terms of use of Facebook, but you are also violating people's privacies. Mm. You're not supposed to be doing that. Also, I've noticed that many, many people are tagging their own friends on their ads so that they, it will be on their walls. That is a horrendous idea. Okay, so, so on an ad, why would a friend be putting it up in ad? Are you talking about a business profile? It, well, it, well, say, for instance, that you decide to open a, a profile for your radio show and okay. you invite your friends and maybe 20 or 30 of them join. Okay. Then you, then you, uh, you want to make sure that, that your ad, it, you know, that they, get, um, that they see it, basically. And so instead of doing the typical things on Facebook, which would be either sending an update or just posting it on your wall, you tag these people so that it will show up in their personal, you know, walls. Ah, uh, wow! People so some are really pe- clever. Some people are doing crazy things. I, I've been, I've seen a lot of crazy things. But another thing is, do not ignore criticism. What social media has done to the way we communicate today is that it's allowing people to be more open, um, more candid. You know, they they just basically speak what they're thinking, and so you know, it, you have to try to take advantage of that when, especially when you're testing new products. So that you get a candid and honest opinion on it and so that you can improve. Do not erase those posts unless, of course, you are 100% sure it is spam or it's uh, someone who's just trying to, you know, to um, ruin your reputation. I mean, you can deal with them in a one-on-one basis, but do not ignore criticism. Use it to your advantage. Uh, people will um, think highly of you if you deal with those things in a, in a um, civilized way, per se. 
So if someone comes to your site, I mean, I don't know if it happened to you, but if, say, for instance, AT&T is not doing their work the way they're supposed to or you're, you're not getting a you know, telephone line or whatever, you can post it on Twitter. They will get back to you immediately, immediately because they don't want that bad publicity, right? They don't want that bad comment to be there. And so what that user will do is later obviously comment in a positive way. But anyhow, so do, do not ignore criticism. Do not post. So, so they, have, they have searches out for every tweet that, let's say it's AT&T, they have mm-hmm. a, a, a search out to deliver them any possible tweet that has AT&T in it. Is that correct? correct? Absolutely. And so I'm, and that's another thing I'm hoping that, and I'm just making the assumption that if people are going into a social media, going to do a social media campaign or, the, or going to use any of the social networks, that they are already monitoring what people are saying. There are tons of tools out there that you can use, ranging from the the ones that you have to pay for a license, such as in the case of Radiant 6, Mm -hmm. which is a very robust um, um, tool. You can be actually listening on all the web what people are saying about your brand. Or you can use tools uh, that are free and available to you, like TweetDeck or Hootsuite or any of these tools. Um, Another thing that I've seen that it's a big no-no, it's people using copyrighted material. Um, or taking pictures at events and posting them without asking permission. Mm. There, there are rules. There are actually laws in place. Um, so you have to be mindful of that. Find out before you embark in, into you know, doing social media. If you are planning to post and involve your, your uh, work community, your, your employers, I mean employees, well, first of all, make sure you have a social media policy in place so that everyone understands what the proper language, uh, who, you know, if there are any issues, who they need to go to for, you know, the media or maybe the PR person or the HR person. Mm-hmm. Have a social media policy in place, number one. Number two, when you're doing a campaign also, it's not just a CCS. Okay, I'm going to give away an iPad. You need to have all the legal documents as well. You need to have the rules and regulations. You need to have an affidavit for the winner. You need to do all the legal things that you would normally do in traditional media. So just because it's social media and it's uh, easily and, and it's economical, you should still follow the, the, you know, you should still protect yourself legally. Mm-hmm. Good advice. You know, do not mislead people. Obviously, you want to be truthful. You want to put the, the, exactly who you are. Um, now, what if, you get, what if you use one of these companies, because you mentioned TweetBig, and, and what if you get too many you're following too many people. Um, well, you want followers, but you don't want to be following so many people because then you're obviously not following all those people. Well, I have to say that I, I'm, um, I really like uh, Guy Kawasaki's philosophy on that. We are also, you probably have noticed that whenever you practice reciprocity online, mm-hmm. um, whenever you give, you, social, you, you, you will receive from others. So the more that you give, the more that you receive. So I personally feel that I follow everyone who follows me. Okay. For sure. Now, because of tools like TweetDeck, I can actually monitor just the conversations that I'm interested in. I don't have right. to listen up to everyone just talking at once about different subjects. Right. I can just go and listen to maybe the hashtag for mobile advertising or for rich media, or if I like something else, it's my hobby, dancing or, or playing the piano or whatever, I can listen to those conversations alone and answer to those conversations. So, you know, it's, it's really, these tools are actually very useful. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that I've seen is uh, many people, when they start using um, social media tools, they make them as their home base. It's like it becomes not only their tactic, but also their strategy, everything. 
around Facebook. Do right. not do that. You actually want to use and leverage Facebook just to bring people who might be in your target market back to your website where you should have info, specific information about your products, you know, the, the team and all of that. So you want your home base to always be your website with your domain. Now, it's so funny you should say this because I was thinking this this morning that, you know, Facebook almost becomes everyone's website. Now, how can, you know, why is it so important? I know if you have your own website, obviously if they're coming there, you have more control over the, the messaging. But why is it so important? What does it really matter? Why, why are you feeling so strongly about this? Well, because what you're doing in, in the opposite case is you're actually bringing all the traffic to Facebook. Now, it would be nice if you got paid for it, but really your, your job is not to promote Facebook. Your job is to promote your brand. You want to create brand engagement and all of your efforts and every, money, every you know, single penny you're spending to go towards your brand, not somebody else's brand. So, and another thing is that not everybody, well, well maybe, of, technically, maybe on Facebook everybody is uh, today, you know, by the, the way it's, been, it's grown, but that might not necessarily be the case. There are many executives, actually, for instance, in the B2B business who might spend more time on LinkedIn maybe than on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And so if that's the case, then you want to d- definitely leverage and spend more time on LinkedIn than on Facebook or, you know, Twitter, the same story. Or maybe, well, I think the, Facebook, the fa- Facebook's sort of new business you know, I see this new thing up on Facebook about business, business. I think they're really just trying to take over LinkedIn. And, I, and my, my personal feeling is uh, even socially, social media forward thinkers are, are blasé about LinkedIn. LinkedIn doesn't have enough or didn't get in enough fast enough with rich media to, get, to keep everybody's attention. And it seems to me that, that Facebook is sort of going to be taking over. It's just my opinion, but I feel like sure. LinkedIn is sort of – a third thing that people don't want to be hassled with. You know what I think, uh, Maureen, is that you and I, because we come from a background in, in, in media, mm-hmm. we are a little bit biased. Because um, in our case, it is our job to socialize, to, to connect, to promote, to cheer, be cheerleaders, and mm-hmm. so we naturally engage people on social media. But there are many executives out there who do not, okay, so who use Facebook, but do not give Facebook um, the same authority or the same, um, how would you say, they don't feel it's... Uh, it's sort of more an exclusive, LinkedIn is sort of more exclusive, sort of yes. real, real hardcore business brand. Exactly. Right. So there are many people out there who even are very, very strong, they, they're very strong about their opinion on, on not mixing work with play, right? And Facebook yes, would yes. be equal play, right? That's so true. in that sense, you definitely want to leverage every single tool out there. Ah. Also, there are many people who love videos, and they spend more of, the, of their time on YouTube than maybe on any of the other social networks. Yes, that's true. Visuals so, are... Yes, so then you, have to, you want to leverage. You want to, you want to bring to your website all these different people right. from different places who like different things. It all comes down to who your target market is. So, you know, first you need to define that. Then find the social network that better suits your needs. Right. Or use them all right if you know how to use them. We're going to have to take a little break. And when we come back, I want to talk about this uh, gather your crowd because I'm assuming it's all about crowdsourcing. So uh, when we come back, we're going to be back with Carla Yashiro from Goldspot Media. You've been listening to her, and she's very informative. We'll be back after a word from our sponsors.
the market's up or down. Or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Webster's Dictionary defines a vertex as the highest point, the summit. The word vertex is derived from Latin, meaning to turn or to spin. If you have a product or service that needs exposure to a desired marketplace, shouldn't the idea be to reach the summit? To turn the tide of public opinion in your favor? To put some positive spin on so that success is in your future? If you run a major corporation and pay for expensive in-house public relations services, or if you're working from home yet need to know how to promote your new product or service, or if you fall somewhere in between... Vertex Communications, a public relations firm, is here to turn the tide on public opinion for you and your product. Vertex Communications, helping you communicate to the Vertex. Contact Vertex Communications at VertexPR.com to get an honest, straightforward assessment of your PR profile and a plan that will work for you, not against you. That's V-E-R-T-E-X-P-R.com. Communicate to the Vertex. Do you need directions to solid financial future? If so, the Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with a roadmap to making smart money decisions in every area of your personal finances. Join Jordan every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, for the Money Answer Show on the Voice America Business Channel. Learn how and where to get the best deals on mortgages, cars, and insurance. Find out the best ways to save for college and retirement. Get out of debt, improve your credit rating, and save on your taxes. The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with great tips on investment opportunities in real estate, stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Holistic living is nutrition for not just your body, but your mind and your soul. Holistic nutrition goes far beyond the foods that we eat or the supplements that we take. Discover natural means to heal your body and regain your innate healing powers. That's Holistic Living with Tina Marie Jones on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Tune in for your weekly dose of good holistic living. Business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. You're listening to PR Insider with your host, Maureen Kettis, brought to you by Cision on the web at us.cision.com. Maureen and her guests would love to hear from you during the live show. Please call in to 1 866 472 5790. That's 1 866 472 5790. You can also email your questions to be addressed on the show. Send your email to Maureen at prinsider.biz. That's Maureen at prinsider.biz. Now, back to the show. Okay, I'm I'm coming back with um, Carla Yashiro, and I'm so excited because you know she's uh, on the breaks. So we're we're talking about all this stuff that we're we're, we're two geeks in this uh, social media <laughs> frenzy. But um, she's from Goldspot Media, and check out their website goldspotmedia.com. And talk about a simple website, by the way, that's just so clear and so concise, which is what I keep telling people they have to be just very simple. Um, she told me, what's your clout score? And I'm like, what? What's my what? So it's K-L-O-U-T, and that's your, how, do you, how you, you're rated uh, on the, uh, on the, on the uh, website. So my, my clout score probably sucks. I'm a 21. 
What does that mean? Actually, it's not that bad. Where, 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 what about your classification? What are you? Uh, my amplification, my network, or my true reach is, is what they're asking. They're giving. So me. there's a section where you see that little uh, graphic where it shows you the the if you're an explorer or a specialist or a thought leader. I'm a specialist. Oh well, that's actually pretty good. That means there's some kind of engagement going on. So ah. and the, the thing about the cloud, uh, you know, once again, K L O U T dot com online uh-huh. Uh-huh. is that it will change. Today will be 21, maybe tomorrow it will be jump to 37 because you did something amazing that went viral and everyone's talking, you know, uh, yeah. on the I wrote a, I wrote a sort of uh, R-rated blog. On, I blog for AOL at patch.com, Beverly Hills. And um, so I, I blogged on, uh, on uh, hair, the musical, but it was really about uh, hair, body hair. <laughs> and it got a little R-rated and, oh my gosh, it went by. It was very clean. It was G-rated, R-rated, you know, but... Um, yeah, that, that I'm sure that day I probably had a a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of big following and a, you know a lot of noise. So I love it. So I wanted to talk to you because I promised the listeners, and this is our last segment, is um, gather your crowd. It's a marketing consultancy firm that you uh, co-founded, and tell us about gather your crowd and what you do. Absolutely. So um, gather your crowd was born right after I left traditional media, and it was actually in search. I was looking for a, a way to to learn about the social media, which I had already been using um, in smaller amounts when, when I was in television, but I wanted to really dive into it. Mm-hmm. So um, Cherry Del Carlo and Ken Pels, who are the names of the, the two other co-founders of Gather Your Crowd, just got together and we started working with different clients mm-hmm. who would range from um, emerging brands, which is a lot more difficult to, to promote on- online, mm-hmm. and also with established brands. So, um, you know, our, our idea at the beginning was just to do an integrated approach to marketing and, and provide services in PR and promotions, and, but also social media. The majority of people wanted to explore social media, and that's what we did. So we, we also actually work with a very cool startup, Chastic. I don't know if anyone has heard of it, but it's, it's uh, actually um, a, a network for musicians and artists. What's it called? And Shastic.com. How do you spell it? S H A S. T-I-C, uh-huh. com, uh-huh. And it's, it's a fun place. They're also, and they, they're evolving, of course. That's the thing about this media is that things are constantly, need to constantly be um, renewed and, and you need to innovate to keep everybody's attention with you. So, um, and we did that. You know, we, we started exploring in different, different places online and maybe we did a campaign on YouTube and maybe we did something on Facebook and maybe something, you know, promotions and, and giveaways and, and just explore, analyze also consumer behavior, how they would react to a specific post versus another, um, what was the, you know, how many of the people were actually engaging more than others. Um, and we, you know, so we did all kinds of things. That's when we started doing speaking engagements. We got invited to Stanford. Then we were teaching at Berkeley uh, High School of Business. And it was just a fun experience being the entrepreneur. Of course, in the middle of it all, I was pregnant. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I that how, we gave birth to two things. To, 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 you know, we gave, I gave birth to two things. One uh, with Cherry and with Ken, got to get proud. And then my son, who's now, by the way, one year old age. So, yeah, it, you know, that's what Gather Your Crowd is all about. And that, what we did is to gather people's crowd, to build community for them. That's where the name comes from. Right. And, and where do we, people find that, just so um, we know? GatherYourCrowd.com? 
That's correct. And oh. actually, when I started my you know blogging uh, uh-huh. with both my co-founders, you can find a lot of very interesting. Uh, um, there's actually a post where I, all I talk about is social media policy, and you can actually look at examples from um, di- different big companies um, mm-hmm. such as you know um, Intel mm-hmm. or NBC. Um, you know what what their policy is, and maybe you can even uh, there's actually a, a template there if you want to generate one for your company. Oh, neat. Well, I just, I just clout scored me while we were um, talking, and I have my – I'm influential to a tightly formed network that is growing larger. larger. My amplification is um, Maureen Kettis, the ability to generate actions and discussions. I'm doing better than I thought. And Maureen Kettis, my network engages a good mix of influencers and friends, and it's going way up. That's good. My true reach has a strong true reach at level three, whatever that means. Yeah, I, you know, and, and it changes all the time, so you need to... I have a 71% follower retreat, we, um, retweet and 2,600, some more, more than 2,600 followers and 100% followed back, whatever that means. I don't know what that is. So why is, why is it important to even look at things like that? You know, why people is it? Actually... Good, you should be on the, running the radio show. <laughs> you know, it is very important, I think. I mean, just like with LinkedIn, I know, you, I know you're very right that it's actually a much more, it's not as fun as Facebook, but if I'm an employer and I want to do a background check on you, even, even before we had this interview, I, I went to your profile to look, okay, Maureen does this and that. You know, it gives you an idea of, the, of that person. All right, I've got to change actually, my LinkedIn attitude. I got, I got that today. But, see, listen, we only have one minute, so I want to ask you, what are you going to sure. do now when we post this um, on thevoiceamerica.com website. We're going to post the link, the audio reel, right? It's going to be about a few hours after the show airs right now. Justin's going to download it to the website so people can listen. It will be archived forever. So what are, you, how, what are you going to do to promote that? Okay, just so that you know, by the way, two days ago I was already promoting this interview on okay. all of my social networks. Okay. That includes LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook. I also made sure that I, I tweeted live, you know, okay. right before the show okay. started. Um, we are tweeting live as we speak right now. Uh, you know, my um, friend and, and colleague here at Goldspot Media, Wendy Tai, uh-huh. she is tweeting live everything we've been talking, all the highlights. Oh. Right after I'm done, exactly, right after I'm done, I'm going to actually write a blog and then promote it everywhere. And, you know, again, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook. Okay, so there's no secrets here, folks. It's simple. You just got to do it got to dive in and do it and, you know, play with the technology, try it. Um, I am going to check out this uh, Shopkick, and um, everybody can check out Goldspot Media. It's a very, looks just like a simple website, which I just love. Um, So thank you so much for coming on, Carla. I might have to have you on again because I just... It, all this stuff just, I don't know why I'm such a geek, but I love it. I just love it. I would be delighted. So feel free to call me, and I'll be here. And I'm really curious to see now, when I get the numbers back from the network, how, how uh, much more listenership we got because of the work you did and, and the work Absolutely. I did. Absolutely. I'm promoting so it. If you want to follow me, I'm, you know, Carla Yashiro on Twitter. Okay. Or Carla, Carla Yashiro y, on Twitter. Carla Y underscore GSM, both of them. So. All right. Wonderful. Thanks a lot for coming on. And uh, Justin, I want to say thanks to Justin and my um, executive producer, John Missel, who puts up with all my attitude. And uh, um, that's all the time we have left. And also, um, I just want to say, don't forget to relate to your public, whoever they may be. You never know who they are. Thanks again.
Thanks again for listening to PR Insider with your host, Maureen Kettis. PR Insider is brought to you by Cision, helping communications experts navigate the sea of social media. Visit them on the web at us.cision.com. And make sure you join us again next Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Network. Have a great week.